Hi everyone. How you guys doing? Very well, thank you. Hi. Okay, all you guys, welcome to um, the pilot episode of our podcast, Let's Call Cloud Show. I'm your host with the most, of course. My name is Dubey. My name is Dubey. So in this podcast, we're talking about health tech. We're talking about we're talking about health tech. Um, women in tech, and you know these are international women's day. This, uh, we're going to do ourselves shortly, and yeah. Hi everyone, my name is Michelle Joma, and my co-guest is Timidayo Daudu. I just went to clap. Head of operations at Health Tracker. And I have a co-founder and product manager of Agnes Health. Like she, she, see, if you need money in this country, just come, just meet her, just meet her. Doesn't look like picking you. So how are you guys doing? What's going on? I'm good. Um, all things considering, I think I'm. I can, I can say I'm okay. Yeah, I think you know. Post election, we're good. Back to business. Can we maybe be back to business? No. Back to business. <laughs> Let me, I guess we we'll all adjust. No, they have to do what we have to do. Yeah, fair point. Alright, so today we're talking about the Women's or uh, International Women's Day. Uh, in fact, we're actually in International Women's Week already. So, you guys, women, strong women, doing things. <laughs> how are we coping? You know, generally, as a woman in tech or as a woman generally, how is it? So, because I have a lot to say, but let's start with Michelle. As a woman in tech. So for the longest time. Okay, wait, start from as a woman. Then start from, then move to as a woman in tech. Okay, <laughs> as a woman. And then, I think, so I'm the kind of person who chooses to not dwell on a lot of rubbish. And I choose to customize my space. So my space, I work from home, so most times I'm home. Um, if I don't have to go out of my house, I'm not going out. Um, I'm very intentional about my friends, my circle, all of that. Mm-hmm. I don't like rubbish. Um, <laughs> oh, oh God, I don't. And then, and then, um, social media as well. Um, my, of course, is Twitter, work, whatnot. Um, my Instagram, I have liked so much baby content and so much dog content that when I open my Instagram, that's, that's my man. Yes, I don't need bad energy. So if you're, oh, have you seen this post? I'm about to I'm sharing stuff with you. I'm left. There's, this, there's these two pandas that are always fighting, and it's the most hilarious mm-hmm. animation. Mm-hmm. So sharing content with you, either that or it's the dog or it's a baby. <laughs> I just need because. My life is already stressful enough. Work is already a lot. So I don't now need to come on social media and now have another headache. But yeah, I've just been very intentional about that. And as a woman in tech, um, again, I would say it's interesting because, again, I've surrounded myself with people who just, you know, constantly uplift, constantly let you know, you know, you're doing a good job, um, constantly share ideas yeah, sure. and things. And it's not like I think that there's no negativity and you don't have times where you have imposter syndrome or you feel like you're not good enough. But then the thing is, I've never felt I wasn't good enough because I was a woman. Mm-hmm. It was either because maybe I didn't feel like I had the qualifications to sit and sit certain rooms 
Okay, um, so why did you feel that way? Okay, so dialing back a bit, I work in tech and I lead products. I'm the chief product officer in my company and I'm the okay. co-founder as well. Yeah. Um, and aside to that, I don't have a tech background, neither do I have a health background. So what I have is an HR background, which yes can push me into understanding things in terms of in terms of product management because it, it, a lot of the work in product management is understanding people's emotions and just managing emotions and knowing when you are the house girl or the house boy or the emotional manager or the one who fetches coffee or who just begs developers and they go please don't be angry no we are frustrated just come and do it even if it's their job and they're collecting the salary they know the month you are begging them to do the work because they decide to shut off you are literally almost finished. Um, so you're having to do all these different things. I mean, HR did definitely give me a, a good foundation for that. Mm-hmm. But then the technicalities of understanding the work, you know, the, the applications to use, the this, the that, that was a lot. Yeah. And for the most, for the most of the time, I was just like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. You can't. Yeah, I'm not. Right. And then someone comes on a call and he's like, okay, why is it not working? He's like, oh, you know, because the code in this place, the code is like, you're looking at him like, <laughs> they really expect me to understand. Like, okay. <laughs> and then they're just going and talking. Sometimes you have to make them dial back a bit for you. Mm-hmm. Not because you're a woman in this context, but because you actually just generally don't understand. Yeah. Um, so yes, there are times I have felt incompetent, for lack of a better word. Um, but then for me, what happens is I'm not the kind of person. So when I first started work, my first company, one of my nicknames in the office was Ninja. And the reason my nickname was Ninja was because you cannot tell me something I don't work. You can't tell me it's not going to work. No. I will find it. Even if it means that I will use this remote here so that the remote can pass infrared today and all I want to do is just get to that place. And, and, find find it. Sure. and even if it looks like a mess at the back, yeah. let it be a mess and let it work in front. That's when it's working, I'll come back to you yeah. and I will figure the mess out. Yeah. I needed to figure that out. Um, and, this, and that energy has pushed me into generally just reading. But when someone says, oh no, this is, do you understand this? this is, and I'm like, oh yes, I do. I probably don't. And as you're talking now, now I'm going, what is this? Okay, I get it. Okay, so you're saying that in itself, you can actually yeah, you know, try reading, try doing other things so yes. get better, not giving up easily. Yes, I think one of the things I would definitely say is don't see yourself as a woman in tech, see yourself as a person in tech. Mm-hmm. If you see yourself as a woman in tech and you keep calling yourself a woman in tech, it gives a, it puts you in a certain box. Yeah. And so other people begin to see you as a woman in tech. Mm-hmm. But if you are a person in tech, doesn't matter the gender. I'm not looking at your gender. Exactly. My aim is to ensure that whoever is doing what job is competent. Yes. yes. Now it's tricky as an employer because you now, yes, you are hiring for competence, but then you also have to hire for balance. Exactly. So you can, if you want to enter tech and hire for competence, you can most times maybe just have. And you end up behind, you behind, behind, and you find that your entire engineering organization is just men. Yeah. Because most times men are taught to be, and as Africans as well, mm-hmm. men are taught to be go getters. No matter who stands in your way, push and go. <laughs> Women are taught, ah, 
Don't make him angry. Don't make them angry. Just, just no, close just your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've done it a lot. <laughs> first child syndrome. You carry first child syndrome. You carry first child syndrome. You carry... And if they see you as arrogant, as well as you constantly check yourself. Women are seen as arrogant. Once she's confident, she's an arrogant woman. But once you constantly have that check behind yourself to know, in front of yourself, to know, okay, I did this thing and it wasn't okay, and I need to stop this, I need to keep this up. The fact that your confidence does not mean you're arrogant. So no way you strike the balance between confidence and arrogance. Right. Yeah. And and to be honest, see yourself as a person. Mm. So you pitch for jobs, you put yourself out there, you fight, whatever, as a person, okay. not as a woman. Yeah, exactly. If you keep putting yourself in love every woman, a woman you take, a woman you take, everybody begins to look at you as a woman you take. I'm a person. Yeah, I like that. I like what you said. So you're like, um, see yourself as a person you take and not just a woman you take. So that's that's really nice. To tell me, tell me. So how did you like you know tell me about your journey with tech, how, how you started, you know? So my, my background also prepared me sort of um some way for what I do right now. Like Michelle said again, the first child syndrome, first daughter syndrome. <laughs> right. And thank God for my parents. Yeah, they made they were just two girls. And that's all. We didn't think that we could all speak in a room because we were females. Because at home, we were talking, we were dialoguing, yeah. you know, we were conversing with our parents, right? Yeah. And that has also just flowed into, you know, even by studying in school. Interesting in the rapid background in medical lab science, the, um, the, the department I specialized in final year was mostly for guys. Yeah. methodology is difficult. Only men, only guys, you know, do well in it. Do hematology, do medical microbiology. That's more suited for women. <laughs> So you know what? This is that guy thing. That guy thing. Yeah, exactly. And not because I actually wanted to fault that I'm a woman and do it. Just, just, it was just interesting to me. Yeah. What is actually about it? And it's fine. Because if I can learn it, I can do it actually. Yeah. Um, and you know, and that has actually just helped me. Um, I remember also when I started my career, I worked at Sina and. In a team of about seven scientists, I was the only female. Only so what did you study? Medical laboratory science. Okay. And then we transition into tech. How? I'll get there. So, <laughs> so you know, I was a, the only female in a team of seven or seven six other guys. Mm-hmm. And they did not pamper me. You know, oh, I like that. right? Because the people that think that we get paid the same salaries. Yeah. So I have to actually move, like, you know, <laughs> move your weight on this team. Yeah. And I had to do that, right? I would take the same shifts they were taking, night shifts, you know, right. and four hour shifts. We're all together, mm-hmm. right? And it also helped me. Yes, we did a lot of capacity mm-hmm. such that, you know, I wasn't getting tired. So I'm sort of like, ah, I can't. Do that. I mean, where I am, where I was trained, I cannot say I cannot do that. Oh but the guys are doing it, I have to do it. Yeah. You know, and I feel that, you know, like what um, Michelle said, see yourself as a person, an individual, okay? You actually, you have a brain. You need to, you know, agendas actually more for um, function, right, than outcomes, okay? Um, I like that, because everybody has a brain. Yes, yes. yes. So I, I would say that, you know, treat yourself, and the way you feel yourself is also the value that will come back to you. 
the way you project yourself. Yeah. So if you keep yourself as a, a woman, a woman in tech, it is good for the gram. It is good for opportunities because there are more opportunities that even men will have to suffer for. for mm-hmm. But they are, they are more open for women because they want more inclusivity, you know, more balance and all of that. It's good for them. But then everything that the men in tech will do, just, just shy away from those things, the responsibilities. So also remember that I like to take on responsibilities. Everybody is, is, is um, volunteering for this task, this hard work. Don't volunteer for it. Want to learn from it, right? And it has just in a way, so it it, it not look like luck or you have sugar that yes, or oh, yes. there's something extra. Right. It's just that you were putting yourself out there. Okay. Like you said, put yourself in your work, you page. It's good for interviews, you know. I've got I've interviews before that. I was turned down, but they didn't, it didn't deter me. I've got interviews before that. Because when they when they saw me, of course they've, they've seen my CV, mm-hmm. and then they invited me over. And I'm like, this small girl. <laughs> but I'm like, are you sure you can lead this team? There are many people on this team. There are these, these, these. I'm like, well, if they are human beings, I know how to deal with human beings. Wow. I like that. I, I, I respect people and I will do, you respect me because yeah. we do our jobs the way we yeah. should do that, the job. So I think that, and that has also been you know, just transitioning to maybe in tech and just doing the job instead of operations. I'm not a woman head of operations, right? I my was head of operations. My boss, my boss is, you know, she's female. She, you know, co-founder Earth Tracker. And I look at her, she inspires me, right? Because she does her job. Yeah. And she would, you will do your job, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's about getting the job done. Yes. And um, anyone liking you will just be an extra for, it doesn't matter your gender, whether you're a male or a female or, doesn't matter. You know, but there's, there are certain things that you need to be, cautious all right so yes you are a leader yes you are you know you're working and things but there's certain things that should come to everyone so you should be kind Mm -hmm. you should be understanding you should be humble yes you should be empathetic whether you are a man or a woman right now i have for me funny enough i've only been led by women my entire mm. career mm. and i think it's shaped the kind of leader i have become because i don't see myself as Olga. Ma, 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 ma. we don't i don't it is a title you know mm. by the time we start to work we will give you hit the ground the idea behind it is that i'm a leader but as a leader the bigger you grow as a leader the bigger a servant you are mm-hmm. so it's like okay yes i'm the organ and things like that but guess what ideally as the leader of the organization you're the last to be paid mm-hmm. and the last to be considered for anything which is everybody else before they're so true yeah i like, so, mm-hmm. I like yeah. it's like this right i will tell my team members you know from when i've got to lead teams before i've got to go make bigger um Department, I would say that you know, I don't want to be the star player here. I don't want to be the dumbest person in the world. I don't want to be ah, no, it's not here, it can't be done. No, no, as you know, you should participate. I want to, so we all have our strengths on this team, yeah, and we are as strong as our weakest link, yeah. So everybody needs to grow, actually, yeah. right, such that. You, you all are shining. If you shine and do your jobs well, then I get the applause for ah, that's what it is. Great, yeah. 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 So, so really, yeah. And and if you think about it, even when you consider, so I mean, I said yes, be a person in tech, 
However, if you are a leader, then it is not your responsibility to ensure that there's always a balance in the room. Mm. And the reason I say that is because with the way the world works, women are already always seen as the weakest link. That's mm. that's whether you like it or not. Like yet why is it norm? Like generally, people just see women as the weakest link. And women are seen as more fragile. <sighs> right. Women are yeah. seen, and to be honest, in certain areas I can understand why you see women as understand that. No, no, no. No, no. <laughs> Let me let you use the word fragile, right? Maybe delicate is a nicer word. Okay. And I say this because women go through a lot. Mm. So when you have someone who has gone through a lot, right, the idea behind it is to take extra care of that person, mm-hmm. right? So you have childbirth, you go through nine months, you reach the monthly period. You see, if there's any months, you go through, you reach the brink of death and come back every time <laughs> as a child. Yeah. Um, all these different things, and then just nurturing emotions, emotions and whatnot. So I understand that. However, what you will not do is when I'm applying myself, and I am sure you that regardless of every other thing I'm dealing with, I can't deliver on the job. Mm. What you will not do is not make me look smaller because I am a woman. Mm. Because if I'm going to show up to the office, despite the fact that I am literally dying, I literally feel like I'm dying yeah. because I'm on my period. Mm-hmm. But I will show up to the office, I will pitch, I will deliver, I will meet up all my um, targets, targets yes. and KPIs and everything. What you will now not do is look at you, look at you, woman. Nah. Yeah, that I will not nah. do. Yeah. As a woman, if you see yourself as a person, as a human being, you don't come into the room and say, I know I'm a woman. No, no don't do that. Mm-hmm. So, as an individual, you see yourself as a person, you see yourself as a human being, mm-hmm. and so you don't remove yourself from certain situations or certain because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. A woman. Mm-hmm. If we're all lifting chairs, we all lift chairs. If I cannot lift this particular chair because it is too heavy for me, I will not, I will lift something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are men who don't lift certain things because it's too heavy. Yeah. It's so heavy, so it's in balance. Yeah, yeah, you know, sure. That's also, because the question is, why don't you see a man who is smallish in nature mm-hmm. and assume he cannot deliver on something because he's small? Mm-hmm. Why only attribute that to a woman? That's where we have a problem. There's already the thing of and a woman is seen as, you know. Yes. And mm-hmm. I think that um, sort of many of even feminism um, campaigns, you know, and conversations going around, I say that it's actually both ways. Um, as much as we educate and we educate the men or you know the society, even women, right? You will not claim something because because you're a woman and should be given to you on a platter, right? So I have to stand up to it and work for it and you know qualify meet the qualifications for it. So I'll say that into our conversations, the way we treat ourselves, the way we perceive ourselves, and we now we train others also to see us that way and treat us that way, right? You won't talk to me disrespectfully. You will respect me on the job, okay? I'm also not going to disrespect you and, and say stuff about, you know, my, I'm, just stuff like that. I'm not going to do that also, right? Mm. We will respect, mutual respect, right? And of course, like she said, we will get the job done. If it's not, if it's physical, right? And maybe you, you have to exert some energy and or maybe I would say, you know what? We do small already. Please leave <laughs> <laughs> I do the heavy lifting. I'll do some but then I will deliver. So I think that it is 
It is a, a re-education, just like what even the previous elections told us. If you think that people are actually um, smart, people are educated, but there's a lot of bigotry, a lot of, you know, tribalism. I mean, stuff like they are not going to So, you know, this, mm-hmm. these kind of conversations help us to see, you know, retrieve ourselves again. So even parents, you don't tell your child, ah, you are a girl, is that how you live in your husband's house? Any small thing in husband's house, right? Prepare her for the future. Prepare her for and let her see herself as a person. A, a person. A person. Right. Yeah. And our future have purpose in life yeah. is not to be a wife. Alright, so they are both in the health tech space. So we're going to be diving into um health talk and how we're able to you know, reach out to women generally. So tell me, um generally, I know that you're company's fees. Um Michelle, you're co-founder and products lead of um, a health tech product. So tell me how are you guys you guys have challenges that you know we face marketing health tech products for women, you know, and then what are the strategies you guys have used so far to you know reach out to these women, especially when it comes to women's health tech products. So Agnes, our core product is an offline product. Okay. Um, and what that means is it's not a you know software on your phone like iPhone, Android mm. app that you download. Um, the idea behind it is our customers are women who are low income, the low income segment in Nigeria, low income sector in Nigeria. And so if you think you want to go to those women or those people, um, women and all of them with a an app and they say, oh, download it on your phone on Android. And, I, <laughs> and the person is holding, we commonly call it a palasa phone, a touch light. <laughs> and they're looking at you like, okay, so you have, can you attend this um, what had happened was we looked at it and we said, you know what, we actually can't work on this, we can't do that. So mm-hmm. the idea behind it was to build something that anyone could use and could access anywhere, um, regardless of, you know, literacy, regardless of access to the internet, regardless of the device that they used. Okay. And so our core product, which is, because we are in the maternal health space. Oh, like strictly the maternal health space. We started with the maternal health space. Okay. We will expand, but then that was the point we started from, because that's more like the middle point. Before that is those who are trying to conceive, seeing their parents yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. After that is postpartum care and then becoming parents and whatnot. So we did, you know, we stuff in the middle. Okay. And so the maternal health it was, it's been interesting for us because Africa as a whole, and then you narrow it down to Nigeria, we don't particularly have the health seeking culture. Um, my head is spinning me. Just leave it, just leave it. Drink water. Sleep. My stomach is spinning me. Ah! I'm going to miss a boo for you. Mm-hmm. Well, that is how we operate. That's mm-hmm. how we've been operating. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yes. So, getting to maternal health and then helping women understand that one, you should deliver in the hospital. You should deliver in the primary health care center. We have primary health care centers that are functional and not traditional birth attendants who we don't even know what they're giving you. Mm-hmm. The, the environment in which you're giving birth is not sanitary. Mm-hmm. So, the chances that there will not be complications mm-hmm. for you or the child once you give birth. So, encouraging them to understand to begin to have a health seeking you know behavior yeah. is one of our cores and helping them understand okay you know what this is what's happening in your body um so we give them information that the information that, that's delivered to the women comes before the experiences so you can you can term it as preventive so this week you should expect your feet to swell 
This week, your body is moving like this. This week, you're going to feel your baby kick. This week, so this happens, and the calls are delivered via audio in local languages. So we have pigeon, we have Yoruba, depending on how you know the women are signed up and the languages that they they prefer. So Yoruba, Igbo, Hausa. Um, so you receive those calls and you understand it in your local language, right? Okay. And you have that. And so what happens is it begins to help promote the understanding because people will not do what they want to understand. Mm-hmm. So if she doesn't understand that she needs to, this is what would happen possibly if she doesn't give birth in the hospital or if she doesn't get checked in the hospital mm-hmm. or, you know, all the different possibilities. Of course, not in a manner in which it will scare her, mm-hmm. but in a, manner, in a manner in which you are encouraging her and you're holding her hand. Mm-hmm. Because as much as we say pregnancy, you have people around you, everybody has their different opinions. Mm-hmm. My understanding and opinion of pregnancy and yours and yours and yours are, are totally different. So different, yeah. Right? So it's to remind her to block out the noise and only listen to her doctor mm-hmm. and understand and listen to her body as well. Mm-hmm. Understand what's happening in her body. So that even when she goes to the hospital, she's able to actually ask for better she's so because you also have my mom when my mom tells me it's true all the time particularly when i annoy her that <laughs> when, she, when she was when she delivered me she gave her to me through cesarean mm-hmm. and they had to sew her back up and they only gave her morphine mm-hmm. now morphine is medication that sometimes they tell you when you have a toothache they give you morphine is nothing she was constantly hitting the wall in so much pain and the morphine did nothing mm-hmm. now had she known better, she would have demanded for something, something stronger. Something stronger, yeah. Ah, is medicine and you'll be okay, you'll be okay, just manage, just manage. Are you kidding me? You kill. The thing is, you have to remind them that they actually have the ability yeah. to ask for more. They should ask for more. They yeah. should request for more for themselves. And so for Agnes, with Agnes, that's what, that's our core. Now, you definitely have moments of their times, some of the challenges you experience is you are getting women on the on the actress on board women and they don't have friends. So like how do you onboard these women? So like how do you market Agnes because you have a product right? Mm-hmm. So how do you market this Agnes? So Agnes is marketed so we have users and we have customers. Okay. So the users of course are the women who are mm-hmm. the ones who actually benefit from the service. Right. And the customers are either groups, bodies, the government that decides to pay for the service for them. Mm-hmm. So we work with governments across state governments. So because they usually are the ones who are in charge, the primary healthcare centers report to the states. Mm-hmm. So the state says, okay, you know what? We have these healthcare centers around. We have this number of healthcare centers. So bring the service, how much does it cost? The state pays you and then you deliver the service to the women. If you have bodies, NGOs, companies who are doing their corporate social responsibility who say, you know what, um, our focus is this and this year we want to have impacted XYZ amount of lives. Yeah. We now say, okay, you know what, we do that now. Even as an organization, we also have our corporate social responsibility. Mm-hmm. So there are certain times, okay, you know what, this number of women in this area we can possibly decide to give them the service. Oh, okay. Oh, so you guys are like, you guys don't deal with um, consumers directly. So it's like it's a bit to see. Yeah, so we're B to B to C, and then we're, or you could call us B to E. But we probably we have a B to C for us coming out soon. Oh wow! So health tracker is it? Is health tracker a B? Health tracker is B to C, right? So so we we run both B to B and B to C. Okay, we run B to B to C. Um, so health tracker, our core is um 
at home diagnosis, that okay? okay? Making healthcare accessible to sure. um, users across Nigeria and Africa. So now, I'm um, interested in how you actually make the healthcare products accessible to people in Nigeria. Yes. Um, so again, you know, from what Michelle said, very, very, very correct, right? Okay. As a people, we do not have health-seeking behaviors. It has to be critical for people to the hospitals many times. Nine out of ten times. That's a problem. Right. Yeah. I could ask you, you know, ask, ask in this room where I can say, have you had a health checkup in the last six months? And I go, health checkup? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. My is well. Do you understand? So, um, a woman would be wearing a 250k week, but a 10k test is too expensive now. So you see how, for those who have cars, then you take a car to mechanic, the mechanic, that is when you now find what's not missing. Yeah, so you have the right. same idea with ignorance is with, yeah, with the doctors as what well. I do not know. Yes, you know, why are you thinking you can check up? We're not going to matter. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. So, with marketing, we've, we've, we've had to do a lot of education, a lot of promotion, a lot of um, engagement actually in just getting people to say you know what um don't wait until it gets broken actually you, you don't have to wait till your body begins to pack up before you actually should do a checkup do you understand um, and so so marketing we're doing a lot of we do a lot of um social media we do a lot of um influencer but it's it's, it's more um education um blog posts you know just so that people begin to come into that space of you know what it will not hurt me to set aside a part of my income for my health. Not because I don't feel well, but because I need to. You don't take your, you don't take your bath because you're smelling. Mm-hmm. Every day, you know, money, right? <laughs> you should take a bath yeah. at least once. Do you understand? And, and you know, that's just, we're just trying to build that culture. So, so yes, we do a lot of B2C, that's, you know, direct to customers. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of B2Bs also. So, organizations, companies who now will do this for their staff. We're able to facilitate health sessions, health talks, outreaches, general wellness um, events. We make events out of it because, again, just to get people, you know, more, more interested in, in, you know, doing this. So make events out of it's, you know, come around, do aerobics, do a health talk, do consultations with our doctors. Just make health interesting. Health is not is it death death sentence actually? Oh, not dying. <laughs> we, want, we want you to as a, as a chasing the bag. We want you to leave healthy enough mm. be able to you know spend the money in that bag right so yes oh that's nice okay so i would say so for me i'm more like a marketing specialist so i work with netscore cloud so netscore is like a customer engagement platform yeah that actually helps marketers products managers you know to like engage and retain their customers basically so um I've, over, over the years all just helps you to like of course make your work very easy because you're able to use this to engage your customers see full analytics and uh, real-time analytics of What's going on? Be able to send our emails, web messages, web push, you know, all of these things that you your daily routine as a marketer. But what let's cover you do is you can easily send these communications out and reach out to wider audience easily. Do you get? So that's why I was asking, like, how how do you, do you guys reach out to people in the rural areas? Um, how do you get in touch? Like you mentioned something Michelle about um, low low income communities, like how you reach out to them. You know, 
and I was wondering, yeah, you said something really valid, like um, you guys reach out today in a way in different ways, like through companies, through businesses, you know, different brands, and all of that. I like that kind of partnership because it really makes sense. Yeah, so for us, we're really big on partnership and collaboration because you know, when a side our industry, that is literally how you go. Yeah. Um, but then for us in our space, it's also very important because like insurance companies, insurance companies compete with the blood of Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because you really are serious. You could be your kind of share. You could be your kind of share. So, by grace of God, nothing will happen to them. It's an even tougher job to explain to people why they need to care for their health, why they need to get insurance, why they need to, like, all those It's an even tougher job. A lot of companies that offer health insurance, a lot of them are still afloat because of either, like, affluent people or companies because one of the offerings of a company when you join is a really comprehensive health insurance. I know people who have said, I'm, I must start insurance, I'm so sick because I must. I must. I'm so sick because I must. I'm so sick so for us in health, um, insurance, I'm so sick because Africa. That's a about is money. Right? So it's even tougher. But then the, the, the most beautiful thing I've seen is when users actually begin to use the service, when they actually begin to use the service and benefit from the service. Mm. And then it's literally like a bill has been lifted off their faces and then mm. oh wow, I didn't know this. Yeah. Should I have them? It will shock you how ignorant women have been. I remember when we first launched and there was a radio announcement and things, and we had a number for women to call. And I happened to see, you know what, as as you know, get the ground rolling and you know, the phones as well. And I remember picking up a call, a number of calls. One of them was a woman who was like, she just wants to know that she's pregnant, can she drink alcohol? <laughs> and of course, you never answer someone like they are ignorant, you know? And it was like, oh, I was like, oh no, you actually can't. I mean, the midwives were with us, but it's like, oh no, you actually can't you drink alcohol while you're pregnant. Yeah, it's really not yeah. healthy. And things. But then I thought to myself, is that common knowledge? <laughs> yes, but then it will shock you that there's so many things that you think are common knowledge, a lot of people don't know. Yeah. So I think that was one of the things, I mean, in life, I've always gone with the mentality of don't assume. But if there was ever a time I reminded myself to not assume, it was that time. Because you don't think about it, you're like, Oh, people actually don't know. People actually don't know. A lot of people don't know. Yeah. Really, actually. Even, and that is even someone who listens to the radio and remembers the number to call. There are even some people who are educated who don't know. But I actually feel like the health tech space, you guys are not going out there like strong, especially with the marketing. Because I can, I, I have like to know about health tracker. I got um, to know about health tracker through, um, I think it's on an event I'm going for. And so I was like, oh wow, health tracker, health tech. I'm like, oh wow. So why is it that you guys don't come out, out there, like send out push notifications? Like, you know, so you this so go extra. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you got a facing me now. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so last time, uh, that was November. That's fair. Under your health insurance? Yes, provided by the office. Yes, please. If you didn't have health insurance provided by the office, would you have gone to the hospital? And I would have lived in it, maybe to January. <laughs> Before your November check, okay. when was your check? When was your last check? It's very see that I never check because I was. We're sick. We're sick. I was sick. Why 
things are kind of weird. I was not sick. And I was like, okay, I'm just gonna check up my body, you know how I'm doing. Okay. And I just went there, so, had a random check. If you did not feel that kind of way, yes, yeah. that's a simple headache. If you did not feel some type of you are like, okay, it was a simple headache. But if you don't feel some type of way, you have gone to the hospital to get checked. Okay, fine. I'm not going to accept this. <laughs> Answer you actually um, at some point we have to you know say what exactly is gonna work? What should we work? What should we be focusing on? Exactly, why are you reaching out to these people? Because again it is healthcare. See, um the person who sells week, the person who sells food, the mm-hmm. person who sells clothes, mm-hmm. you know, they're not going to do half of the a quarter of the job I do. I was just going to ask you how many apps, how many banks do you have an account with? We have like over seven percent of banks in Nigeria. No, personally, you personally. Okay, me personally, I have like let's say three. Okay, how many fintechs do you have their app or have an account with? I have like um two or more fintechs that I just put on the site for any small. Mm-hmm. Because of what? Because of what? Because of money. Yes, of course. Thank you. So what's the point? Everybody thinks of your money. Everybody thinks my money first. So savings. Do you have savings apps? Of course. Now, in your savings apps, in the apps that you use, have you segmented and you said, okay, do you save for certain things? You know, maybe you want to get a new phone, you save for... Yes, yeah. Have you ever said, I want to save rent, those kind of things? Have you ever said, I want to save so that I could be able to do a comprehensive checkup at the end of the year? Have you ever tried that? Okay, so I personally don't need to save for that because I have um, a covering yeah. So I always, but of course, me, yeah, I always go for a full body check. Now, if you didn't have HMO covering it, would you still save towards a full body check at the end of the year? Would I save... Yes. To do it. yes, I would actually. I'm told that see I take supplements. I'm told that I actually take take good care of my health. I actually take good care of So the thing at the end of the day is you're battling against in health, we battle against the idea that, you know, as long as I feel fine every day, I'm not going to go out. So that's why I should not even even the supplements that you take, were they recommended by a doctor? You probably yeah. saw an influencer. So no, 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 I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. I think the last time I'm going to see it and then to go like a stage with vitamin. So the thing is, aside that, I mean, that's wise. Aside that, there are so many things that we even sell over the counter in Nigeria mm-hmm. that should not be. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine was, had a headache. She lived in the US. She had a headache the other day and she said, oh, there's a person that she needs to get. She needs to get, I think it was like Dicrofenac or something. Um, I bought me 70 milligram. She needs to get a prescription. I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja. Currently, I know that I have a so the thing is, we don't, if I can get it over the counter, I'm feeling kind of, I'm not sure. What everybody's doing is malaria. Because if I have a question, this is not is malaria, I'm sure. So, oh, so sure. interesting, right? We had a product last year mm-hmm. to test for malaria at home. You could test it to me and you know if you have malaria or not. 
Okay, wait. And they approach. Do you have a product yes, that yes. you can easily test for malaria at home? At home by so, yourself. So wait, like, is it like a tool or something I have to use? So it's it's like I use a pregnancy strip. That okay, 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 okay. But then, but now you need blood. Yeah, that's it. everything. Yeah, sure. But it's still being scale because people would rather just go and buy that malaria tablets. Why should I test it with malaria? I, I feel like it is malaria. I know. This is malaria used to be. Malaria. Malaria. Medication. Now there's a, a and then they don't say that or a bag, right? And then they're feeling nothing well. They just go there. They, they're having nothing. So maybe she's a natural nurse, or she's a nurse actually, because you will know what's wrong with them. She told you for you to, but she treats you personally. She understands. So the things that we we battle with in health, because again, it's diagnosis. It is that you want to check. They say that you know, do a health check. Maybe saying you know, this is some medication. So so even, you know, e pharmacies are being tech pharmacy companies, you know, they do they do well because again, people will need drugs. Yeah. Right. But then people do not really see the need for lab testing. Hmm. Anyway, yes. another thing another thing I think we battle with is poverty. True. It's poverty because True. True. if you don't have money, if you have only thinking of money or food, definitely of food. I think that's a regular Nigerian problem. Right? So now, if you even have like a smartphone, that kind of thing, you're that kind of person, you think of food and then you think of just data, data, <laughs> and the data is too much to stay connected, yes. so that you can at least reach your brother or your so sister, you can read blogs online. <laughs> Your health is one of the last things that's going to come to mind. Mm-hmm. And so if you have like maybe 15k in your account and you fall sick, that sickness is an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. And so what's going to happen is people would rather wait the sickness out mm-hmm. than take medication for it. That's crazy. So I think women should actually start, since we're talking about um, the intentional means, I think women should actually start taking good care of saving up for their health and just you know taking good care of themselves freely yes so yeah. I, I, I would just like to pitch this um so in against international women's day we launched a, a product just recently so of course we don't have a bias for women right because like michelle said there's already a lot that we combines mm-hmm. you know um we have the pcos package we have a cervical cancer pack screening package i just launched a self something um test kit for HPV, so you do not have That's to go through that inconvenience of opening up yourself, you know, to a stranger to you know take your samples, right? Because it can be quite invasive. invasive. Now with this self sampling kit, you could just you know do that at the convenience of your home, your bathroom, your bedroom, and then come pick up the sample um, tests for you in the lab and tell you do you have you know to test for high risk strains of the HPV virus. And you also even have a consultation with the doctor after uh, you know after okay. test. So now, if I'm not sitting right here with you, then I would not know this. But it means also that you're not having fun on our socials because it's everywhere. Like you guys are not going out there with advertising, with marketing. I'm still hitting on you. Wait, wait, wait. I want to enter, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to not talk today. 
But I also think that aside that, it's also advertising, marketing, all those things. You yes. cost a lot of money. Awareness. But these women need to move Awareness costs a lot of money. And when it comes to health, mm-hmm. so a lot of times, if you're not looking for something, you know it's there. I already just said that I've tailored my social media to only show me dogs, babies, and things. Mm. And so, unless I'm looking for something that has to do with HPV, HPV, sorry, mm. I'm not going to see it. I shouldn't on my own see randomly something that has to do with HPV. If I see it, I will pass it. Yeah, because they have no business with mm-hmm. yeah. So it is because we already have the mentality that it's only when something is wrong that we should look for. Mm-hmm. That is only when you find those kinds of products. Mm-hmm. But it's everything that we deal with on a daily basis, money, um, you know, social media, networks, all those kinds of things. Yeah. Those things we deal with on a daily basis. So you will see them on a daily basis. Even food, sometimes if you're not looking for a particular thing, you might not see it. So, and you also have to now ask yourself as well are you the kind of person who, when you go out, you pay attention to billboards? Do you pay attention to billboards or not? If you don't, I saw the PCOS update, which was one of the one of the most brilliant things I think they did. When did you see it? On Twitter. When I, <laughs> and I saw it, right? And one of the reasons it stuck to me is because I have PCOS. So when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's amazing. And did I share it? Of course. Because I'm like, this is something people need to know. Mm-hmm. Now, it stuck out to me because it's something I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with it, you don't really know. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. do you understand? So it's, at the end of the day, it still boils down to interest. Mm-hmm. Even the fintech providers that are out there, Unless there's a particular service, so there's a certain fintechs that maybe help with transmission or sending of money from Nigeria to so, other um, parts of the world. Yeah. Unless you are looking for a way to send money to a family member abroad or someone abroad or pay someone for a service, you will not look for it. Not exactly. So fintech in their own part is a bit different because once you have the app and all of that, you just start getting random notifications as to like new features, what they're doing. Yes, yeah, so that thing yeah. carries you there. Yeah, sure. That's it. Something sure. carries you there. For us, our focus is on pregnant women. Mm-hmm. Our focus is on lower income segments. More than half of the African people will probably have never. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the service we provide is not tailored to your market. But for us, we're working on coming back a bit. I wasn't going to talk about it, but I guess I will. Um, <laughs> we're working on coming back, working back a bit. So we handled pregnancy and we said, okay, you know what? Let's take a step back. So if you take a step back from pregnancy, you now begin to work with women from a bit of adolescence. So when they see their period, oh, forward. Okay, okay. so we're working with you know Let's build a period tracker and let's help people, those by Africans, for Africans who understand the mm-hmm. African body and understand the difference in cycles. Mm-hmm. And it's not just your Every day, um, your prayer should come this week. Maybe no, 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 I, I am not I'm, I've never been the kind of person who wants to do something without putting my heart into it mm-hmm. so for everyone who builds a product uh, so for every product we build for every product that comes out of our lab sometimes I call it a lab it's our home for every product that comes out of from our company from our from our um, hub is built by people who want so you can you can almost feel the heart in the product mm-hmm. so the idea behind it is for Agnes Agnes's plan in the long term is to be every woman's ally and so as you see how you have mm. alexa and you say well, alexa do this mm. um you have google google do this like, i always say i do this 
So you walk into the room and you ask a woman who's your best friend. She, I want her to tell you yes. There's nothing that she wants that, that I can't ask. Because there's so many questions a woman have. Questions around fertility, questions around sex, questions around reproductive health. And then there's so many things that women are so uncomfortable to talk about with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea is bring your questions. I guess once it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really good. That's 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 yeah. it. More like it. You know, these are things I want to hear. How are you coming in for women? Coming through first. All right. So that's like. So let's uh, talk about um these opportunities for Gen Z. <laughs> so yeah. I love my Gen Z. I love my Gen Z. Yeah. I love my Gen Z. They are the ones that have not been oppressed. They have not, they've not been told to keep quiet. If you don't like, I don't like it. But yeah. that's the thing. Essentially, I've shown that they have this high employment churn rates. Like, they just want to keep up easily on it. It's just the ones that are very, you know, that just continue with that. So, it's crazy. What do you think, Timmy? Like, generally. So, so, I would say that, um, of course, I work with Genesis too. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I, I like to do a bit of dialogue. Okay, so talk to me. All right, let me let me let me hear you. Mm-hmm. Let me feel your pain points. If you don't talk to me, do not assume that I know. I'm not an angel. I'm not the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you are not talking to me, believe you me, I do not know. And I would think that all is well with you. Mm-hmm. You know your your work hours are good. You could be working hours every day. You're fine. I also let them know that you know, cool off. So they just they, calm down. They always say that when you when you really calm, right? You're not on fire. They're hot. Chloe has it is right. Yeah. I know that many things you're saying you really do not mean them right now, and you give yourself another few minutes to steam off. You know, you better put things in perspective. Mm. So they know that, of course, fostering um, proper communication. That no, no hateful words. No. The slander and all of that, right? But then that ability to become in the midst of storms, so to say. And eventually, you even find that there is no even storm. It's just Gen Z that can, they don't like to just blow things out of proportion. They don't like to be extra, you know. They be extra, right? So, so I, I, I like to don't match their energy for energy. Because when you do that, a lot of things get, get yeah. bad, right? Yeah. So I think that, you know, there are a lot of, um, a lot of opportunities for Gen Z because they even come with a lot of energy, they come with a lot of real insights and new ideas. Let's yeah. do this way, let's you know, have a very vibrant, very vibrant. They're able to also listen to how their fellow genesis relate to a product, you know, relate to a health product, for instance. So, I say, don't be quick to this shit, don't be quick to jump shit, right? And know that it's actually a small world, so you still need people, even if they're in the organization, you still need other people that you and worked with before. Yeah. Do you understand? So, there's a lot of, you know, building relationships. I think people I work with, relationships are important, right? So after now, I want to be able to see you and be able to, you know, let's have a good conversation. I should be able to refer you to a, a company, you know, write to your friends for you and say, you know, this person is a good person. So, eventually, you have to still understand that culture and understand that. And the workplace, you know, give that experience. period. Right? Just do things properly. Do learn to do things properly. Yeah. Eventually, you'll be the better for it. I tell people, leave, leave your, your present employer, leave them well, yeah. because you have to still maintain that relationship, you need it, it mm. will be something you can cash, cash back on in a few years, so, so yeah. Thank you so much, Timmy. Okay, so Michelle, you know, what's, what do you think, give us advice, tips, what keeps you motivated as a person in tech? I guess you motivated, what do you have to people come up, coming to the tech industry, generally? 
Um, what keeps me motivated? For me, it's my personal goals. Um, I work in an industry that is not particularly focused on numbers. Our focus is primarily on impact. So mm-hmm. we're in social impact, social enterprise. Yeah. Um, and so the impact that we have on people's lives, it keeps me going. To stay motivated, I just constantly remind myself that, you know, I can do it. Um, I have surrounded myself with people around me constantly reminding me that, um, you know, I am, I'm not where I am by mistake. I'm where I am for a purpose and I have a purpose and I know my purpose and I'm going to constantly work towards achieving my purpose. Be humble, but don't be a pushover. They shouldn't push you over. Because you're a woman, because you're small, you should not. Walk into the room and show them that my size is not who I am. Thank you. 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 you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Right, because actually making you're doing work that's you know is impactful so to your lives, right? Um, so it is important so beyond beyond money, beyond um, position. Do you really love what you do? Mm-hmm. Do I make mistakes? Sure. Do I fall short? Yes. Yes. But then I pick myself up again. You did not. That that, that was more mm-hmm. you, know, yeah. you know. And then I correct myself and then move on, right? Because again, you don't keep yourself on the ground. Like Michelle said, don't keep yourself on the ground. You make mistakes. Even the best of us do make mistakes, right? But then do not keep yourself on the ground. The mistakes should not define you. Again, if there's a culture of everybody just chasing, chasing the bag, living for themselves, but then commit to something, a compass, something that gives you direction, right? And commit to that. Yeah, so that's plus everything, all the reason that we have shared. <laughs> um, so I'd say a strong woman's standard for herself. A strong woman's, um, she builds a very firm foundation. Mm-hmm. A strong woman's competent. Everything you can think of, say to yourself every morning, I am kind, I am good, I am beautiful. These things may sound very vague, but it is what it is. If they give you confidence, why not? Do it. All right, for me, hint. My good guy, anyways, I don't have to say this. <laughs> My note is full. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank you, Michelle. Thank, Thank you for having us. 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 Thank you